Hey folks, Andrew Packer here and welcome to Trading Tips. When it comes to investing, there are a lot of different strategies involved. There are a lot of different ways of looking at the markets, but honestly, one of the best ways to learn is to look at what other successful investors are doing and to realize what they're doing that's different from others. Uh, so in this video, we'll be talking about Warren Buffett's investment secret that is hiding in plain sight. And what do I mean by this? What I mean is there are a lot of lessons that we can take away just from looking at how Warren Buffett is investing his money now and what that means for us as investors and how we can construct a portfolio following the same principles and strategies. So in order to understand that, first we're going to need to break down some of the biggest holdings in the Berkshire Hathaway investment portfolio. Berkshire Hathaway being the holding company for Warren Buffett's investment empire. It controls number of businesses that are wholly owned, like Geico, Burlington, Northern Santa Fe, and among others. Uh, it's also been reported in the most recent quarter that Buffett has over $120 billion in cash. But today I want to drill down specifically on the $236 billion that are just in stocks in this portfolio. So we're excluding all the wholly owned companies, we're excluding the cash. We're just looking at this $236 billion that are just invested in stocks. Now this number obviously fluctuates a little bit day to day and there are a few places online where you can track that. But based on the most recent filings, uh, one of the largest positions, the largest by far, is a little company called Apple, ticker AAPL. And Apple has a $65 billion position in this $236 billion portfolio. So for making a pie chart, Apple alone is a little over a quarter. It's about 27% of the entire investment portfolio of publicly traded companies that are in there. That's just one position. Now, that's a pretty big takeaway right there. Think about that. What's your largest position in your portfolio? Is it more than a quarter of your total stock investments? That seems pretty crazy, especially for someone who, as he's built up his large amount of financial wealth, has essentially decided not to have so many large positions building into things. And again, this is just a huge position and it's the number one position. The number two position is Bank of America, ticker BAC. And this is a $31 billion position. It's a little less than half. It's about 13% of this overall portfolio. But again, the second largest position is only half as large as the largest position in this portfolio. So it looks uh, a little something like, like that. And when we kind of add this up, this is a little over 40% of the entire stock portfolio of Berkshire Hathaway. And it's just in two stocks right there. Now going down the list, we actually have a few more banks. We have Wells Fargo with another 22 billion. We have Coca-Cola, which is 21 billion. Kind of get into this mid-tier here. Next up is American Express, a very big long-term Buffett holding, uh, but his valuation here is only 18 billion. Uh, and then it drops down to a little under 11 billion, about 10.8 for Kraft Heinz, the food company that we've looked at a lot this year and has been through some trouble. Uh, and then we drop under 10 billion to 7.7 .7 billion for US Bank Corp and then $7.6 billion for a stake in J.P. Morgan Chase. Now what's interesting is you have a number of bank positions in here plus Bank of America. When you add up all of these big bank positions, uh, actually about 37% of the portfolio is in the bank stocks. 
That's actually larger than the position in Apple, but it's divided among about four or five different companies. And of course, because Berkshire also owns a number of insurance companies, there's a, a much larger financial holding than it would appear kind of at first sight. So there are a lot of key takeaways here, which is the fact that if you have a very high conviction idea like Warren Buffett does with Apple, you can make this into a pretty large position. Now, a lot of financial experts will say, oh, you don't want to put more than, say, 10% of your net worth into any one position. Uh, well, if you have 10% of your net worth in something and it's capable of doubling, suddenly that's 20% of your portfolio if nothing else changes. Obviously, if it's 10% of your net worth and it goes to zero, you're going to be in trouble because you're losing 10%, but you still have 90% of the rest of your portfolio there as well. Obviously, the more confident you are that a company is more likely to go up than go down, the more you can allocate to one position, which explains why the Apple position in Berkshire has become such a huge part of it. And of course, Buffett's been known for buying the banks. A lot of people have skepticism about banks and financial institutions in general, but Buffett also has a track record of buying when there's a lot of panic out there. He first started building his Wells Fargo stake after the uh, recession in the early 90s when California real estate slowed and Wells Fargo was largely based out of the West Coast. He bought into Bank of America after the financial crisis. He did his preferred investments with Goldman Sachs out of the financial crisis. And while there have been some missteps like Kraft Heinz, which has essentially been cut in half, this was still not necessarily his largest conviction trade relative to the Apple position or even relative to the amount of bank companies that are in this portfolio to begin with. So there's, there are a lot of lessons here, obviously. So portfolio concentration is really the key takeaway here. This is what Warren Buffett does differently compared to other investors and compared to more traditional financial school of thought, which say, you know, be diversified and equally weight things. And when something goes up, you take some of the profits and you invest it in what's been going down. I mean, there's some argument and merit in favor of that as well. But if you have a good idea that's capable of continuing to run higher, you don't necessarily want to take profits on that. You want to let it keep riding. Warren Buffett's strategy of letting his winners ride and, you know, having the occasional loser but giving them time to work out and then getting out of those positions when and where he can is just one more way where he's showing you right here, right now, how he's managing his wealth and how he is able to continually not always beat the market every year if it has a great year, but how he's able to beat the market over time and has been able to become one of history's greatest investors by doing so. So, Think about your portfolio. Think about where your largest position should be. Think about whether or not it should be a little larger than what you're doing. Maybe you don't want to put you know, half of your net worth into one investment, but having 20 or 25% into any one company, if it's one that you know and understand and feel that it has great prospects going forward, can have a much better performance uh, return for you going forward than sticking with smaller allocations or equally weighted allocations where some of the poorer performing positions in your portfolio are going to drag it down more than they would otherwise. All right, that'll wrap things up for this video. Until next time, I'm Andrew Packer saying have good financial trading and good financial health.